This episode of the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast is brought to you by the Fun Astrology 101 course. If you'd like to learn the language of astrology in a fun and easy way, go to funastrology.com and check out the 101 course. It's right there on the homepage. Welcome to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller along with Robert Glasscock. You know, we don't do medical astrology here. We don't. But there are some guidelines and principles. And sometimes you brush up against a question that is close enough that we can go into that territory. We've got one now. I'm looking to book some cosmetic surgery this year. And I know that booking surgery during a Mars retrograde is a definite no-no. But what is the advice on booking cosmetic surgery during a Venus retrograde? And if I was to have it out of the retrograde period, would actually booking and paying for surgery during a retrograde period also be a no? Thank you. Love the show, by the way. Bye. Wow. What a great question. I love that. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Robert, what do you think? I love this question, too. It gives us an excuse to talk about retrogrades for a second. She says, under no circumstances should you ever get surgery under Mars retrograde. Okay. Except, you know, with retrograde planets, any of them, Mercury, Mars, retrograde is a reword. And so doing anything under a retrograde that has the reword in it is fine. Repair, whether you're talking about repairing a car or repairing a body, repair. So, for example, if someone got, God forbid, a diagnosis of pancreatic cancer and they wanted to do surgery, you're certainly not going to wait for Mars to go direct. But don't worry, it's repairing something. It's got a reward. Right? So revisit, return, revise, refine, renew, refurbish, anything with a reword, fine under Mercury retrograde or any retrograde. So the and then, but if you if you can, you certainly would prefer everything Mars, particularly since it rules surgery. Uh, to be direct, if you can. And then the question, I love the question. She's having a specific, considering a specific kind of surgery, which is, is surgery for beautification, which is Venus. And once again, I would prefer to keep Venus direct. But depending on how much she needs the surgery or whether she can afford to wait, and I think she can, it's elective. So Venus is retrograde from July 22nd to September 3rd this year. So I would, I personally, I would keep it out of that period. Um, then the other thing that really is, I think, important for surgeries and elections is always to keep the moon out of the sign that rules the part of the body being operated on. In this case, if it's the head and face, you do not want the moon in Aries. The theory being that it can tend to increase likelihood of um, profuse bleeding, that sort of thing, swelling and so on. So that's the only stipulation there. And since it's elective, you can pick... Uh, any date you want. Now, as to her question about is it all right to book this appointment under a retrograde Venus? Of course it is. All you're doing is planning ahead for an event which will take place under the direct Venus. So you're not, the, the event is not occurring under the retrograde Venus, just the booking of it. So sure, that's fine. 
Okay, a couple of two-part question here. One is, I was actually having this conversation on one of our uh, groups last night. Somebody thinking about back surgery. Let's think about that for a minute. Specifically, spine surgery. They slipped a disc, and the surgeon says, you're not going to be out of pain until you have this procedure and we get this thing fixed. Would you put that in Capricorn as far as the structure of our bones? Or no, sir. W- no, okay, sir. where would that go? Leo. Explain. Back. Well, Leo rules rules the spinal column, so it's not just the bones, it's all of the nerves. You know, the spine of the body is what holds us erect, so it's hugely vital to everything. Uh, it can You can wind up paralyzed, you can wind up deceased from botched back surgery. And, and back in the day, back, thank heaven, back surgery has improved tremendously and continues to over the years, but really back over oh, 30, 40 years ago, back surgery was especially risky. Uh, I mean, most of the time it came out well, but the prognoses were not as good then as they certainly are today. In any case, I would keep the moon out of the sign of Leo, as far as back surgery goes now in in a chart where someone's having back surgery it may be that transiting mars let's say of surgery happens to be in the fixed axis which is taurus scorpio leo aquarius so if mars is in one of those four signs it will be hard aspecting leo the spine the back and that's consistent with having surgery a square say, from Mars of surgery in the fixed axis. So it's not bad. The square indicates that something has come to a crisis involving this particular part of the body. It needs surgery. That's of the nature of a hard aspect. So rather than sit around and wait until Mars, let's say, moves out of a fixed sign and form, the doctor just said, you're not going to be out of pain until you get this surgery. So in that case, those are the things to be aware of. The main one with back surgery is simply keep the moon out of the sign of Leo. Okay. I was going to ask you that if Pluto or Saturn or Mars, one of the malefics was in some kind of a hard aspect to that sign ruling that area, would you, would you try to delay if possible? Not at all. Okay. Because the, the condition of the square or whatever the heart aspect is, is what has led to the need for surgery in the first place. Got it. So it's become critical under a square, let's say, or an opposition or maybe an inconjunct. It's become critical now. And so it's fi- the whole point of hard aspects, I think, to remember. Yes, they indicate conflict and crises and challenges and stresses and so on. They're tests to see if you will act constructively to resolve the conflict, keyword being constructively. The unconscious tendency under a square is to find yourself engaged in and exaggerating conflicts, arguments, and so on, rather than stepping back and realizing this is a chance for us or me to correct something. That maybe has been building a long time. So, yes, I would have surgery on a hard aspect like that, not think anything of it. And then let me flip the question. Would there be any extra benefit added to it being in a positive aspect, say a conjunction, sextile, or a trine? Well, now, Jupiter rules doctors and healing specifically. So, yeah, if you can get that in a trine or a soft aspect, trine, sextile, conjunction, you're better off than if you have Jupiter at the time of surgery, let's say, in a square. It still can indicate the actual surgery. But if it's in a square, Jupiter, let's say in square to the natal Mars at the time, 
It's not that the surgery should not be undertaken, but it is likely to require more surgery or an adjustment in the surgery because of the square the, the, or the healing, which is a Jupiterian factor. Will not, the response of the body under a square will not be as efficient and, and beneficial, really, as under a trine sextile conjunction from Jupiter. All right, then let me ask you this, back to our listener's question. Would you consider cosmetic elective surgery to be a reword that would be okay to do under? And you already said maybe because it's cosmetic, stay away from Venus in particular. But aside from that, would you consider cosmetic surgery that is purely elective? I want to improve this area of my body. Uh, would that be a, a retrograde qualifier? You know, you're a good astrologer, and you just took the question out of my mouth. I love the way you think, because it's exactly how to think. Is cosmetic surgery a reword? Is it a repair of something? It may be. If you are born with a deformity as opposed to a blemish, then correcting the deformity is a repair in my book. The same thing is if you've gotten your nose broken at some point in life, and now you decide to have it repaired. That's a repair. And I would, but simply electing to t purely cosmetic surgery to improve my nose, improve my eyes, improve my jowls, improve, that's not a repair. So I wouldn't count that under the, the rule that I gave you about any reword is fine to do under a retrograde, because in those situations, it's purely for cosmetic reasons. Looks, it's a superficial reason, which is fine. It's, there's not a thing wrong with that, wanting to look attractive. But there's a big difference between that kind of elective surgery and, and it, uh, repairing, say, a huge birthmark on the whole left cheek. You see what I mean? Yeah. So it's a matter of thinking, just like I, that's why I love your approach to astrology very much like mine. You keep thinking, is this really? And it's by analyzing and thinking really clearly about what's being asked that you can get get to the answer, I think, yourself, really. Well, and I'll tell you what I like about this question, too, is that here is somebody who has an event coming up in front of her that she can control. And she's using the chart to pick the best time to do it. That's awesome. And that's the way I use astrology, too. And that's why I like this question, too. And if it were me again doing eye surgery or plastic surgery, I would very deliberately try and talk to the physician, but try and schedule a date where aspects to my natal Venus and or my natal chart ruler, namely the ascendant ruler, are favorable from Venus. Looks attractiveness so even if you're capricorn rising like me and your chart ruler is saturn <laughs> in cancer i still well at birth i have venus trine saturn ah i'm very lucky because i don't think i'm good looking at all i just think i'm very average looking but I, people have told me and they still do at this age which is so i've, I've accepted that they think i i don't think i am at all but that's that Venus trying Saturn. So there's, if you're doing something like beautification, I would I would wait for a transit of Saturn to my chart ruler, the ascendant ruler, or to my natal Venus. Okay, let's go here. 
you and I are in the process of recording a horary class, nine-part horary class that's going to be available, oh, in probably a couple of months, and we'll let you know where and how and all of the details when it's available. But what are some horary questions that our caller might think to ask the chart, if she were proficient in horary astrology, about the upcoming surgery? Well, one of them for horary If it were me, for example, and listen, at one point I did think about getting eye surgery. I was 45 in Los Angeles, and I did. I I arranged uh, an appointment with a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon and went to see him, and ultimately I did not do it, and I'm glad that I didn't. He was great. He said to me, you know, I, I know what you want me to do. You want me to make an incision below your eyelid and remove what essentially you have a wrinkle under here he's sitting right next to me at this point you have a wrinkle under these eyes here you want me to lift that up i'll tell you you would not be happy with it because the eye line will heal and change if i do that now you have fat in your eyelids i can remove the fat and you will look less tired and then I asked him about the rest of it. And he t- anyway, I, I ultimately didn't do it. So this question about what was your question that triggered me going off into that? Because I related to it from that one experience about when to get past uh, oh, some- oh, an orary chart. That was it. I would have set up a chart for the minute that I first thought, okay, I'm really considering this seriously enough to ask astrology. I would take that moment whenever it occurs to me. If it's gotten serious enough, any question, serious enough in my head that I've been thinking about it for some time and looking into it, suddenly it occurs to me, gee, I wonder what astrology has to say about this. That's the moment. What are some questions she might ask? Will will getting plastic surgery please me? Will it prove beneficial? However you want to phrase that. Will it be a good, will I be happy with the decision? to get plastic surgery. That is one very clear way to get a clear answer from worry. Will I be happy with the results of getting plastic surgery at this time? You set up a chart, it only has three degrees rising or less. Automatically, the chart's saying it's too early to read this. Think longer. That's all it says. You shouldn't even bother reading the rest of the chart. Just look at the ascendant. But if it's between 3 degrees and 27 degrees, then it's readable as long as it meets these other uh, considerations before. In other words, these are things that Horary Astrology says to look out for in the initial chart, because if this is present or that's present, you can't read the chart. And here's why you can't read it. But if you can read that chart, then you can. And I've, I've done this, not for this particular question, but you do. You look at the results of taking this action, and it's totally an option. If you don't like the results that astrology is showing you, fine, don't take the action. Wait. And maybe in a couple of weeks or three months or a year later, you will have gotten more information. And now you can ask again, you see. And then let's, now we're putting this course together and we're going to have all of this in the package. But just for our caller here, if you were asking and answering a question about elective cosmetic surgery, will I be pleased? What house would you put that in? Well, what would you guess? You're an astrologer. I would put it in the sixth house of health. Okay, it is health. 
But health, a health question like that can apply to any part of the body. This is a very specific part, body part, isn't it? No, she just said all she, all we know is cosmetic surgery. We don't right. know what to or me, where. To me, when I hear cosmetic surgery, I hear face. What do yeah. you hear? Uh, it could be a number of different things. There are breast augmentations. There's liposuction around the stomach. There's uh, we you know, okay in that case then we would have to, we would, in that case we'd have to know more. I was reading that I would have put this in the first house because of the face. The head and face, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I but think... you're right. It could be breast augmentation, which very specifically is fourth house, if you want. Surgery in general is the eighth house. You see, there are a number of places to look, but the more specific the question, the better off you are as an astrologer for knowing exactly what house you want to look at that rules this question. What about overall looks? As you just as you were saying, first. First, okay. The first house is your persona. It's what the world sees when they look at you. It's your whole body. It's your head and face in particular, but it's your whole body, your aura, your presentation, your personality, everything. Okay. It's all summed up at the ascendant. It's like the front door to a house. Excellent. You know, maybe a great looking front door. You walk in, the place is a mess. <laughs> That might be multiple surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank I, I you. wonder what I wonder what the bodily equivalent of hoarding is. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> thank you so much for this. Great answer. And the course has been we are about half almost halfway into it and it has been going remarkably well. Robert is a brilliant teacher and this course is going to be amazing. When it's out, we will let you know right here on the podcast. It also will be simultaneously announced to all of the Fun Astrology podcasts. So if you listen over there, you'll get the announcement there as well. Thank you so much for listening today. We appreciate it. Check our show notes out for all the details of everything else going on in our podcast, including our very dynamic Discord group. We would love to have you in there. And thank you for those of you who have been leaving some comments in Apple Podcast. We really appreciate it. And it definitely helps keep us up there. There are some great astrology podcasts out there, and we like the fact that we're up there in the middle of the top of that pack and want to stay there. So thanks for that. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time on the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast. <music>